¿Qué onda, everybody? Welcome to the Wellness of Madness. I am your host, Laura Ray, and I am a certified health coach, behavior change specialist, nutritionist, and personal trainer. I've got the wellness down, but also the madness. My diagnosis is Tourette's syndrome, borderline personality disorder, general anxiety, and OCD. So let's get this party started. On today's episode, we're going to talk about sanity during these tough times. I know I don't have to tell you guys, we are clearly going through some pretty rough wild patches. However, in the darkest of days and in the deepest chaos, there is always light. Today, we're going to address the different strategies that we can do to make sure that mental health is a vital priority, especially during these times. As you guys know, I have always been very vocal about uh, my beliefs and my experiences with injustice and inequality. I am Mexican. I was born there. I came to the United States when I was six years old. And then I went back to Mexico when I was 13. And I did my junior high and my high school there. And I came back when I was 19. So I do feel uh, like I'm from two places and I do have the co-cultured experience. That being a white-skinned Mexican in my own country and seeing the privilege that I had as well as being a Mexican in America and definitely having moments of discrimination and uh seeing it on both ends. It has been quite a ride. Because of it, I felt this really hits close to home. Uh, Mental health, activism, and sanity are, are very important to me. So before we get to the strategies of today, I'm going to give you guys a little background. I have been in activism for quite some time in my country. Uh, what I mainly spent most of my time doing was attempting to help the indigenous civilization uh if as many as uh, many of, of you know that mexico is a caste system therefore after the conquista in the 1400s we were stripped from a lot of our culture and then along came monarchy and etc i'm not going to bore you with a history lesson however we do have a very very large level of elitism and classism And because of it, our indigenous people and people with darker skin do uh, encounter a lot of racism in my country, unfortunately. Because of that, I've spent most of my time attempting to correct that and to speak up for those that cannot speak up. Justice is something very important to me, and it was taught to me at a very early age. If something was not fair, if someone was being treated unjust, I needed to speak up. Uh, That doesn't mean, however, that everyone has to do so. And I'm going to speak on that a little bit later. So here in America, I feel the same way. I understand what is happening is, 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 is insane. It is strong and it's a very sensitive subject. But what I do want to say is that We need to challenge our truths. And I've been very vocal about the fact that I do not unfriend or block someone that thinks differently than I do. And the reason I do that is because if the left just speaks to the left and the right just speaks to the right, there's not going to be any communication. There's not going to be any mid-ground, right? And although, of course, if you're extreme and you're inappropriate and disrespectful, I will still give you a chance. But Yeah, maybe if you cross that line, I will definitely not waste my time. However, I think it is important for us to challenge our truths. And that is easier said than done. Uh, And that's both sides. We need to be able to see both perspectives and 
put ourselves in other people's shoes, have empathy, and most of all, emotional intelligence. Like I said, it is easier said than done, but what I really want to address during this time is mental health. Uh, it is vital that we stay sane during these times. And I know a lot of people out there are are suffering, um, it, whether it's depression because of what is happening or a sense of hopelessness, uh, a sense of frustration. And we all know that all of this can lead to even bigger problems, drug addiction, suicide, sensitive subjects that we need to talk about. And that's what I want to do today. So if you're out there and you are suffering from any mental illness or not because it goes both ways but are really feeling it right now due to the pandemic, due to the riots and the protests and and just the political climate overall, it is very important that we pay attention to this. First of all, I want to say you have the right to express yourself, whether that is by yourself or with others, every day is different. Maybe today you feel great. Maybe the next day you feel anger and you just want to scream, scream. Maybe the next day you feel sad and you just want to cry, cry, okay? Because something that I've learned is that not everyone's going to react the way I react to things. And what I mean by this is I am a person that finds power in chaos. Somehow I, I, I get fueled up. I, I know that there's light behind that chaos and I go out and I look for it. Okay. During these crazy times, I feel strong. I feel prepared. I stay ready. And I know that things may get worse, but I know this is an important subject to address. I know that what is happening in this country is not fair and we have to figure out a solution for this problem. And of course, by no means, do I condemn violence but I understand violence now that is two very different things I am not saying that yes people should go out and do this but I am saying that I completely understand the level of anger that there is and I also want to say that there is hope because I see so many people come together to help each other for one cause. People of all cultures, people of all race, all races, and that alone should be just evident how much hope we have. In my country, unfortunately, there are not a lot of uh, white Mexicans coming out to defend the rights of indigenous people. And hopefully we see that soon. But here in America, we're seeing people of all religions, of all cultures come together and say, hey, what happened was not just, right? So that is simply just amazing. It is outstanding. It is wonderful. Uh so let's dive into the strategies that I want to discuss about mental illness. And I coined the term CALM. Now, don't worry, right side does not stand for communism. It stands for communication, organization, and meditation. Now, usually when I do these episodes, a lot of the material that I gather are, is either from ACE or the Journal of Psychology or any other um scientific evidence-based approach. However, this is a personal strategy that has worked for me and all I want to do is share it with all of you. Now remember, by no means am I diagnosing or am I telling you that this works for you. If there's anything that you need to address, please go to your physician and your provider and talk to them about it and see if this fits your needs. But I do want to share it with you guys. So the strategy, like I said, is CALM, like Dr. It stands for 
communication, organization, and meditation. So let's start with communication. What I mean with communication is during these times, it is vital that we communicate. Isolation is definitely not the key, although I feel you. There are plenty of moments where I want to isolate. I just want to be with myself and, and yell, cry, scream, do whatever I need to do. But in the long run, I know for a fact that it is not a good idea. It definitely isn't. So something that I used to do in the past is when I was confronted with um, situations like this, I've been in, in protest, I've been in 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 some tricky, tricky, scary places and, and situations trying to help. Uh, and I used to find myself with a lot of anger in my heart, too much anger in my heart. And I would then come home and feel unable to talk to anybody because I knew that I was a Debbie Downer. And let's face it, you know, I had a couple of great friends that would love to discuss philosophy and politics and whatnot, but the rest of my friends did not. <laughs> they wanted to have fun and they wanted a party and they wanted to talk about silly things, which is great. Um, but I was unhappy. I was unhappy in that circle because I couldn't share everything that I had. And when I did share, again, I was the Debbie Downer. No one wants Laura to come up and talk about this again and just bum everybody out. So I would go home and just have a lot of anger in my heart and um, like I've mentioned in the past it would either lead to depression or cutting myself or doing things that were just not going to be beneficial for my wellness so when we talk about communication especially during these times I'm talking about it could be anything as a group text with your friends with your family uh, I know that I have one with my family so that we're all just kind of in touch and sometimes trust me it can get annoying with the 125 notifications daily but remember you can always mute it you can always come to it when you can you can do this through Marco Polo with your friends and you can just leave a message and then when they receive it in their own convenience they'll um, send it back you could go through what's up there are a lot of options right now for us to stay communicating communicated uh another option is zoom of course having a nice zoom call with your friends and your family now the reason i said group text first was because i know how hard it is sometimes to uh want to go and, and hang out with people especially if you have you know general anxiety ocd all of these things sometimes you're super prepped up yeah i'm gonna hang out with my friends and oh no it kicks in i just don't want to go anywhere i just want to be alone i just want to be in my house right so it could happen with a zoom call too i know it sometimes i'm like okay we're gonna have a zoom call with my friends and then i'm like you know what? No, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Even though I know that afterwards, it's going to feel fantastic. So if you're not at the Zoom level yet of a video call, go ahead and go with the group text. At least you're talking to your friends. At least there's a level of communication. You can always call someone. Uh, you know, there's many ways that we can communicate. You can also do a virtual workout with us. You know, it's always nice to get a nice workout and get a sweat in with coaches and with other people of your community or your gym. So whatever your gym is, if they have a virtual community, try to join it even once a week. Communication is very important. We need to share how we feel. Find the person that you know how to share your feelings with. I have different people in my family and my group of friends that I go to. You know, sometimes I feel like I need just a little bit of peace in my soul and I go, to uh, Jean or I go to Katie and you guys will find out who they are because they will soon be in this podcast. I also, when I just want to feel, you know, angry and I want someone to feel what I'm feeling, I go to my friend Saul and we just, you know, let it all out and, and we scream about it and we yell about it and we complain about it. But the point is getting it out. That gets us to our uh, number two O, which is organization. So organization is very important for everybody but with mental 
health, I think is even it's even more of a priority. What I mean by organization is, for instance, um, I shared today a story about how I organize my monthly planner. Now, I know that for some people being super organized of like hours and days and tasks is overwhelming as well. So do what makes you feel right. But what I mean by that is, uh, let's say that you want to be aware of what's happening in the media, but you're also feeling super overwhelmed just looking at it constantly, right? And you're, you're going to your Twitter feed and you're re- refreshing and you're refreshing and on Instagram and on Facebook and you're driving yourself insane. See, the problem is not going to go away with you thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it because now you are upset and you don't know how to fix things and, and you don't know what to do and, and you're just looking at the problem again and again. So what I what I mean by organization is, for instance, maybe you set up three different hours during the day. It could be from 7 to 8 a.m. and then again from 3 to 4 and then again from 8 to nine. Those are the hours where you are going to check on the news or social media. Of course, if you do that once a day is even better, but if you really want to be aware, if you want to know what's happening, give yourself that hour to research, to investigate, to look, and then put it away. And I'm not saying your phone has to be away, but just not in any news or social media place where you're going to find all of this, okay? So give yourself those hours. Now you've brought your time down to three hours a day where you're looking at this at different moments of the day, but you're stopping. You're setting a timer for one hour. When that timer goes off, your phone goes down, okay? And even if you're in the middle of a research, you'll pick it up in the next hour. So that's what I mean by organizing your time. This can also mean tasks. So let's say that you want to be more involved with what is occurring, uh, whether that is talking to your neighbor about it or talking to your family members or simply making maybe a virtual campaign about it give yourself an organized time as well maybe you wake up today at seven in the morning and you want to tackle some tasks, write them down. Give yourself three to four tasks that you want to tackle and give yourself a time frame. Maybe you're going to choose one hour for each one and make sure you choose some breaks in between. Maybe one hour for my first task and then I'm going to take a 30 second break, have some lunch and then I'm going to come back for an hour again. And then that's four hours of production that you put in with breaks and it's going to make you feel good when you go and go boop, check mark, one thing is done, the other thing is done and it's going to keep you organized. Like that, we could do pretty much with everything so organization is key organizing your time it doesn't have to be as um constricted as that like every hour every task but maybe you can set yourself okay in the morning from 8 a.m to noon i'm going to do all of my work whether however i wanted if i want to do three things at the same time or whatnot but that's my chunk of time and the evening i'm gonna fit in maybe some yoga some meditation and then i'm just gonna relax gonna watch tv gonna have a good time with my family and friends right so organization is key our final 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 part is m which is meditation it brings me to this quiet time if you don't want to call it meditation you can call it quiet time trust me i know what you're thinking it's frustrating and it is (laughs) okay it was for me when people were like oh meditate and i started uh reading about it and i started just seeing uh, the benefits that it does to your mindset i was like sure 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 i'm gonna meditate so let me tell you I set up my yoga mat. I uh, set up some oils. I was like, okay, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to breathe. I'm going to focus on my inhales and my exhales and it's going to be awesome. It wasn't. I, I was so frustrated. I could not focus on my breath. All I could focus was on my thoughts and what I was going to do later. And every time a thought came in, I would get frustrated. And I would, oh my goodness gracious, I sat there just beating myself up for 30 minutes and then just gave up on it. All right. And I meditate again for like a while, like months uh, until I realized, all right, I'm approaching this 
whole thing the wrong way. First of all, if I'm not there yet with the oils and everything, just relax. So what I do, what I started doing was I'd wake up and just for two minutes, just breathe. Take nice deep breaths, big inhales, big exhales. Now that doesn't mean I would only focus on my breathing. If an idea came into my mind, I would welcome it. I'd be like, okay, you know, here's an idea. I can't push it away right now. I'm just going to keep breathing. I'm going to accept this idea and so on and so forth. In just two minutes, honestly, it could be right when you wake up, right when you go to sleep or just a moment during your day where you can just close the bathroom door or something and just take a nice deep breath for two minutes. You can set up your timer, breathe for two minutes and you're ready to go. Now, after doing that for a couple of weeks, because it takes time, now I started incorporating some meditation with my yoga mat and then with certain um, oil blends and it started working. I started incorporating stones and it was even better. And now I'm able to meditate for a longer time and I'm really able to focus on my breath and feel that sense of connection and just sanity and peace, which everyone's talking about. My no way am I saying I I've achieved the Kung Fu Panda inner peace, but I do feel a lot of peace now on those moments of silence and quiet time. And it really is worth it, guys. So if you're struggling with it, if you're getting frustrated, keep it going. It is it is super beneficial. I, I am already reaping the benefits from it um, with my twitches and my anxiety and just being able to cope with all of the energy that I have. Because truth be told, my anxiety is not really uh, social anxiety. It's more just all this nervousness and 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 energy that I have that I just need to go, 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 do, do, do. So um, giving myself some time to relax and to focus on breathing and getting more oxygen into my system has been awesome. So again, if you have time to get some meditation and to get some quiet time, it's not going to be easy. It's not like you're going to start it right off the bat and know exactly what meditation means. I mean, you might, you might just be awesome and super connected and feel it right away. But if you're not, don't give up guys. It's just about Keep trying it. Keep trying it. Like anything, if you don't practice, you're not going to get good at it, okay? And a very important part is accepting everything that comes into your mind. In those moments of frustration when you just want to focus on your breathing but you keep thinking and, and things come in, don't block them out. Accept them. Accept them and be patient with yourself, right? How would you be with your friend? You would be patient. You would say, hey, man, just got to love yourself. Well, it's the same way. You got to do that with yourself. So let's recap, everybody. We have this a term calm and c starts uh, stands for communication o stands for organization and m starts for meditation so these three beautiful strategies that we can incorporate during these hard times might really benefit us again during these crazy chaotic times where we feel hopeless where we might feel depressed where we might feel like nothing ever is gonna get better we can communicate with ourselves, with our friends, with our family. We need to let these emotions out because sometimes when there's too many emotions, we're not thinking rationally. We're not thinking logically. We're just thinking with our emotions. And of course, those emotions are overwhelming. We can then organize our time so that we feel like we're accomplishing tasks and we're getting things done unlike just feeling like nothing is happening in our life. And three, meditation. Taking the time to stop everything, to not be productive and just focus on your body and connect with your soul and your breathing and just give your brain a break as well because let me tell you your brain is doing a lot of work so that is the strategy that i wanted to share with you guys today i wanted to leave you guys with a final message i wanted to tell people if you 
want to help, if you want to do something, small, tiny, tiny changes make giant, giant changes. And this is what I mean. Uh, maybe you are a person that's very passionate about the subject and wants to help, but you're scared, uh, you know, of the pandemic that we're going through. You're scared for your family. You don't want to put anyone at risk. You don't feel strong enough either, and you don't want to put yourself at risk. What can you do? There are a lot of things that you can do. If you have any spare change, you can always donate. And what I mean is you can donate not only to the funds or the bail bonds, you can also donate to the families of the businesses that have been destroyed. You can donate to the Floyd uh, GoFundMe. You can donate to so many places that are helping the cause. And the cause being good. You know, the cause being fighting against racism. So there are plenty of things that you can do with money. If that is not available, you can also communicate. You can also show awareness. Uh, I said this in the past um, for my white folks listening. I know that it's scary to kind of talk about this and 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 it's, it's a touchy subject, but we need you more than ever to speak up and simply, even if you don't want to speak up in, in, you know, on a video or on camera, a simple a simple hashtag a simple word or just a simple everyday action and what i mean is sometimes we we push people right we go no you have to stand up you have to stand up and in all reality maybe not everyone's comfortable doing so and they have the autonomy to not and that doesn't mean they're racist that simply means that they just don't want to do it that way so if you are that person just keep being you and keep having those beautiful values and passing along um your values of not hurting others, of not discriminating, of not having any racist feeling in your heart. And that alone, that action alone is a lot. That is a lot. So don't forget that. Whether we're doing it by personal action, whether we're speaking up and showcasing awareness through social media, through podcasts, through businesses, or we are donating money, uh, all of these actions are important. And all of these people create a whole, a society. And and, and we're coming together to make a change, guys. So please, please do not feel like you're not doing enough because anything is enough, okay? So again, let's recap. If you feel the need to help, but you are you don't want to risk yourself or your family in the protest, there are things you can do like donate. There are things like you can do like show awareness on social media or with your family and friends. There are also actions that you can do, everyday actions. It's about leading by example. It is always about leading by example. So take the time to figure out what strategy you want to use to be able to help, put it into your organization of your daily tasks and tackle it one day at a time, guys. Please do not lose hope. There is always hope. History has shown us that it tends to repeat itself, but every time we're getting a little bit better, okay? Generations are going to get better and we, we, we need to have hope in our hearts. Because trust me, I've seen it. People, you know, on social media and on the media always sometimes show the bad part. It's about humanity, you know? Sometimes we call each other, oh, we're a virus and we're just contaminating nature or we're horrible and, and we're just hurting people. No, guys, we're also beautiful. Humans are wonderful. Humans are beautiful creatures that help each other out. It is seen during these protests, people coming out the next day and helping clean, okay? People in the protests coming up and risking their lives to end this war on race. People risking their lives for for just just 
just to be a part of the solution, okay? Humans are wonderful. And yes, humans start racism, but humans also end racism. Humans start wars and humans also stop wars, guys. So there's a balance, okay? There's always a balance to this. So make sure to find your inner balance and be able to reflect it onto others. I am so proud of each and every one of you. And I am here for you guys. Mental health is a priority, okay? No more brothers and sisters lost. No more no more suicides. No more depressions where we're on our own, guys. We are not alone. I am here. So please communicate. I will leave some links on my social media for... Um, any other uh, help like suicide prevention, depression prevention, and also um, any places where you guys want to donate. I will have up some funds as well as bail bonds and any, any, any side that you're on and you're willing to help. Okay, but I leave you with that. Don't forget about calm and your three strategi- uh, strategies to be able to prioritize mental health. And as always, guys, Keep the hope alive. We're going to get strong. We're staying ready. We're going for it. Everything is going to be okay, guys. No matter what, we're going to come together as humans, as a society, and we are going to thrive. All right, everybody. As always, I hope that this content was of value, and I hope that it sparked a little bulb, and I hope you guys stay safe. Please be cautious. Stay safe. Stay indoors if possible. And... Be your best selves.